think it's really important that homeowners know renovations do not have to be scary. We're there to help you out. It's worth the call to get us in to talk to you about your home repair. And welcome to iloveedmontonrealestate.com. I'm your host, Jason Scott. With me today is Carol Moorhart. Carol is the owner and general manager of Handyman Connection. Welcome to the show, Carol. Thank you for having me, Jason. So, Carol, tell us a little bit about Handyman Connection and what it is your company does. Well, we focus on here in Edmonton. We've been around for about 20 years, and we focus on small to medium home repairs and renovations and just tackling those little maintenance and repair jobs homeowners have a tough time finding contractors to help them out with. Can you give me an example? Yeah. How about changing a a light bulb in a really high fixture in your entryway? Or maybe just that leaky tap and just the fear of trying it out. That's something that we can help homeowners out with. Gotcha. Okay. So uh, just so I'm clear now, you're not doing the work yourself. You've got sub-trades who are doing the work. Is that right? Correct. We have approximately 35 or 40 guys on staff with us regularly that work with us to send uh, send out to your home. These are not subcontractors that we don't know. These are guys that we're very, uh, we've built relationships with. We trust their work. We know um, how they're going to treat homeowners out in the home. So you're not going to get some random new person just starting out in the trade. We do a lot of pre-qualification for homeowners, just identifying their work and making sure that we're sending the right guy to them. Right. Okay. So as an example, if I needed drywall repairs and maybe some painting done, Mm -hmm. walk me through the process on how that would work. Absolutely. So any call that we get, we probably would spend about five minutes on the phone with you, the homeowner, pre-qualifying a lot of the work that you have. So what is it you want done? Drywall and painting. Um, we understand the area that you need done. We under we sort of explain or educate you on the process of it. So we need to understand how big the hole is or um, and then understand what the end result is that you want. So do you just want to spot paint it or do you want to paint the whole wall? And our recommendation we would be to paint the whole wall that way it's just a better end result for you. Yeah, it's virtually impossible to match paint. Exactly. Depending yeah. on how old it is. I mean, if it's new, but yeah, absolutely. That color match can be difficult. Yeah. So once we kind of identify the process you want to take, we make sure we send a guy out. We always confirm the appointment with you. Dispatch the craftsman. There's no cost to have us come out. No obligation to go ahead. So really, it's it's our time to walk into your home and educate you on the process with the trades guy and make sure that that um, we understand the end result, both you and the contractor. Right. Okay. So tying this into, you know, real estate transactions, you know, it seems obvious to me if someone was looking at selling a home, they would probably want to do some minor repairs to make Mm -hmm. that house, you know, look as good as possible. Is that something that Handyman does? Yeah, we we get a lot of calls um, for people moving, um, trying to sell or to purchase when people are selling homes, we ask them a lot of questions as well because people want to paint a 2,000 square foot home. And we usually don't recommend that unless it's in really bad shape because we feel as homeowners ourselves that a lot of time the new buyers will come in and paint it a totally different color. They'll have a different style. So we'll understand what they want done there, but we certainly get calls to prep the house for sale. Or just do some minor fix-ups once you've moved into the house. There might be the color you don't like or a handrail that's a little bit loose that you need to secure. And those are things that we can accommodate because everybody has a different need. Right. So it would seem to me, even if your house, you know, even if your paint color choice when you're listing your place isn't going to match the seller, 
far better to invest a few thousand dollars painting to get that sale in the bag, as it were, mm -hmm. than to have scuffs and dings and marks and, and not get a sale. Yeah, I would agree. And we usually ask the homeowner to speak to the real estate agent about that and okay. get the recommendation from them, just so that the real estate agent and the homeowner as well as us are all on the same page. Right. Yeah. Okay. Now, one of the typical steps in a home purchase, especially if it's a single family home, is to do a home inspection. Mm -hmm. So, you know, let's say the buyers have done the home inspection. They've got their report in their hand. Can they contact you and say, hey, this is what's in here. Can you give us an idea on what the total costs are going to be? Yeah, absolutely. So I think home inspectors are very helpful with pictures and detailed notes. Today with technology, homeowners can scan an email that to us. We can have a quick look and give them a rough estimate by email or rough proposal by email, right. which is very helpful to them. Right, right. Now, obviously, in that purchase transaction period would you be able to get contractors out there while they're still in their condition period so you get a, a more accurate idea of what costs might be yes a little bit more coordination but not impossible to do just okay. the timing of new homeowner old homeowner and real estate agent but yeah yeah we do get a lot of requests for that okay um, so absolutely okay so carol how did you get into uh this business so 20 years ago uh, I started, I worked as a customer service representative with the owner who was my father. Uh, so we've been doing this business for 20 years. We started the franchise in Calgary in 97. And then in 1999, he purchased Edmonton. And in 2012, um, I decided to uh, take over the business. And um, it's been a ride since 1997. We've learned a lot. And it's just been really, really enjoyable business because we're just constantly helping homeowners who just want a solid home repair done by a decent company. Mm -hmm. Do you also still have the franchise for Calgary? It is in the family. Yeah. So I actually got my brother involved in the business and he since owns four franchises in Canada. Oh, wow. So between my brother and I and his wife, we participate in five of the 24 franchises in Canada. Wow, good for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It makes Thanksgivings and Christmases entertaining with business conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are any more plans for expansion? Not for myself, but we are probably one of the leaders in North America, both in Edmonton and Calgary, for Handyman Connection. So we do have a lot of involvement with pilot programs, and we have a lot of involvement with just sort of helping out new franchisees throughout North America. And that's a lot of responsibility, so I think we just continue to help build the franchise system from our own locations. Right. Now, if I'm a homeowner and I'm looking for help, why would I choose Handyman Connection over, you know, any other company or just going on Kijiji and finding mm -hmm. Mr. Fix-It? Yeah, that's a great question. And that's something that we really try to stress to homeowners is it's so important to do your homework. So whether you're calling a craftsman from Kijiji or whether you're calling Handyman Connection, I think you need to make sure that you protect yourself. Using Handyman Connection is safe. Basically, when you call us, uh, we understand your needs. We listen to what you want done. And there's no cost to have us come out. So to come in and look at your project, for you to ask questions or educate yourself on the work, we will come in, just take a look at it, provide you with a written labor estimate. Now, because we're providing labor, written labor estimate, homeowners can supply their own materials. By supplying your own materials as a homeowner, you can control the cost and quality of the job because a lot of independent contractors or businesses 
do have quite a high markup on the materials that they're purchasing for you. In fact, that's where a lot of them make the money. So you controlling the cost of materials you purchase, control that cost of job, and there's no markup on our side. The other thing that's beneficial is we don't charge anything until the job is finished. So no invoicing or advances until the job has been completed to your satisfaction. On top of that, we also carry $5 million liability insurance. Uh, we have workers' compensation coverage for all of our trades. We do annual background checks, ensuring that we're sending great guys to your home with no criminal history. And in overall, you have the office staff supporting you. Uh, if you have any questions during the progress of the job, there's four full-time office staff answering questions or concerns that come into the office, and we guarantee all the work. Right, okay. So uh, now... I can see where other companies, you know, like full-fledged legitimate companies may come in at a higher price because of the markup on the materials. Mm -hmm. But if I'm dealing with, you know, Bob, Carpenter Bob mm -hmm. off of Kijiji, yeah. he's going to come in at a lower price, mm -hmm. likely. Yeah, that's true. He will come at a lower price. Um, and we've been dealing with Carpenter Bobs um, for 20 years. And I think the big difference between Carpenter Bob and Handyman Connection, again, is the office support. So if Carpenter Bob goes on holidays for three weeks or if Carpenter Bob moves to Calgary or out of town, you're not getting him back to help you with your home repair. At Handyman Connection, if we have a guy that goes on holidays for two weeks or you're not satisfied with the work, we have 35 other trades to call upon to make sure that we have somebody out there taking care of your concern or repairing that project for you if needed. Yeah. Um, why is uh, WCB and the uh, liability insurance so important? Yeah, so workers' compensation will cover any craftsman or tradesman at your home during the progress of the project that you have. If the independent contractor does not have coverage and injures himself on your property, you could be held liable. Uh, as a homeowner. So he could actually come after you for income he may have lost if he stepped off a ladder and broke his ankle. So it's important that homeowners have this coverage or know that they have the coverage to ensure that they're, they aren't at risk. Okay. So Carpenter Bob might be really expensive if he hurt himself mm -hmm. and didn't have WCB. Or I can see like as an example, you happen to own a, a condominium and you're getting some plumbing work mm -hmm. done. And, uh, you know, your plumber <laughs> floods, yeah. you know, your unit and several units mm -hmm. below you, right? So yeah. if I can be completely honest, yeah. we've actually been in that situation with Handyman Connection. Okay. So just, you know, it was just by chance. There was supposed to be somebody on site able to access the utility room for the condo board. And that person left the site. And at exactly that moment, or when he was off site, there was a plumbing issue. And of course, water is quick and can cause a lot of damage. So I believe it was on the third floor. Water ran down into three units and um, our insurance took care of that. So it was nice for us that we had liability insurance. So it wasn't something that we had to deal with necessarily. Um, and it was really nice for the homeowners that it got dealt with quickly. Right. So. Okay. So now at the very start, you mentioned changing a light bulb. Now I would guess that's on the lower end of the spectrum of what it is that you do. Is mm -hmm. there a job that's too small? No, um, absolutely not. So we do change light bulbs. It is a smaller size job for us, but 
there are a lot of, of these new homes with uh, big entryways and it's nearly impossible to access those. So we do go in and change fixtures or light bulbs in those locations. We do just repair or replace a leaky tap and that's to accommodate the homeowner's budget. So we're not going to try to talk you into getting a new vanity or a new tap. If we can fix it for you, that's what we're going to try to do. But as we go into the larger scale jobs, we do bathroom renovations, we do basement upgrades. But really, I would say majority of our work is really the home repair or maintenance. Okay. So for either really, really busy homeowners or people who are, you know, incapable of doing it themselves, either for lack of knowledge or lack of ability, Mm -hmm. I guess, right? Absolutely. We get all types of homeowners calling in and a lot of it these days is just time. We find tools is a big one. A lot of homeowners don't carry the tools to do the job. They may be knowledgeable, but they just aren't going to rent a tool, purchase a tool to complete their home repair. So that's a big part of it is the time and the tools. And then in some cases, the talent. (laughs) <laughs> right. Okay. Can you give me some examples? So you mentioned that the the water issue, but can you give me some examples of where, you know, people have tried to do stuff themselves and it hasn't gone so very well and, and you came into the rescue? Yeah, there's been a lot of that. And I, I always encourage homeowners to try their own home repair when it's safe. Because I think it's um, pretty satisfying when a homeowner can do their own home repair themselves. But we certainly have run into situations where we've had to come in and repair. And it could be something as simple as changing a light fixture. You know, they just don't understand how the wiring works. And although they have the fixture up there, the connections aren't made properly. Um, And that's something we can help out with. We have walked into homes where a homeowner has tiled their floor and maybe their walls and the tiles just don't line up. You know, in one corner, they're a quarter inch, and the next corner, they're a half an inch. So it just doesn't look aesthetically pleasing. So we've had to come in and either redo that or adjust what we can to make it look good. Right. It's just measuring, and it's just experience. So it's not that they've done anything wrong with the tiling. It's just they haven't measured it out correctly. Right. We have seen uh, shutoff valves that are just siliconed in place <laughs> instead of properly installed. So no amount of silicone will hold the water pressure that comes out of your pipes. So we had to go and fix a few of those. So what happened? Like, did it actually blow? They had actually called us before turning on the water, which I think is a, <laughs> a really good call. So we actually went out there and made sure we had somebody on site before they turned the main uh, water on in the house. So. And then went and replaced the valve anyways. Yeah, it was very interesting. I think the homeowners had mentioned that they hadn't um, showered in four or five days and sort of spent the weekend working on it. <laughs> so, it, it, you know, we were able to fix it quite quickly for them. But yeah. um, I think they were ready just to make sure it was done properly. Yeah. yeah. And so what did this valve look like? You couldn't see the valve, actually, because it was covered in silicone. <laughs> so it was... Uh, yeah, it just looked like a bunch of silicone wrapped around or just constantly circled around the shutoff valve. Yeah, yeah. So. Do you remember the Red Green show? Yes. With yeah. uh, duct tape yeah. and whatnot? Tell me about some duct tape uh, repairs oh, you've that's, seen. That's good. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I've seen too much duct tape use per se. But yeah, I mean, there have been some things that just haven't been supported correctly, you know, just wrong materials. Um, we've seen people grout around electrical outlets instead of you know just thinking that the grout's going to hold it in place in a bathroom yeah i'm just trying to think of anything specifically i mean i think we've seen it all i'm just trying to think of um you know door hand like we see a lot of people installing their own handles on their cupboard doors and have measured incorrectly so now you've got a hole in the new cabinet 
we work with them to find the proper hardware to actually put in there so we're not drilling more holes in cabinets. And that's pretty detailed work. So we want to make sure that we do it right uh, for them without causing more damage. Um, we've had people install their own um, cabinets and they've actually pulled away from the wall with dishes in them. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> like hit the floor? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's just they haven't found the right support behind it. So I think when you have somebody come out and help you out with that and even walk you through it. And, you know, we're in business to help people. We've been here for 20 years. I obviously have worked with my father and I think what he taught us is just to be a good person and do the right thing. So if a homeowner needs help with something and they want to do it themselves, we've gone out and told them how to do it and allowed them to repair any of their deficiencies themselves or, or at least educated them on what they could do better next time. Carol, can you tell me a story over the, the last 20 years that comes to mind where you've been involved in, and really helped someone? So a particular story that comes to mind would it actually involve a pet. Um, pets are hard to work around. I mean, they're curious, right? They're just like kids. When a guy's working in a home, um, they kind of just want to know what's going on. So we were actually doing a bathroom renovation in a home in Edmonton, and our craftsman left the home for lunch, closing the door behind him, uh, went out and had lunch, came back in, and before lunch he had lifted the old subfloor off. So closed the door, came back in, started putting on the new subfloor. Got what he had to do done that day, and what what happened the next morning is we arrived to work and we had, I bet we had 30 messages on our answering machine from one homeowner. He could hear his cat meowing in the middle of the night. So somehow the cat, who was curious, got into the joists in between the floor, kind of snuck in there while he was on lunch, put the subfloor on, closing the cat <laughs> in the floor. And at nighttime, when everybody was sleeping, the cat was meowing, a little bit in stress, trying to get out of there. Well, of course, the subfloor's on. What do you do? So we, the homeowner, was punching holes in their basement from below to try to access the cat. So 30 messages, quite stressful messages. And I think he probably put about six or eight holes in his drywall ceiling in his basement to access the cat. They got the cat out safely. We went back there at no cost and made sure that we repaired all those holes in the ceiling. So it was a pretty upsetting morning, but we, you know, we were thankful that the cat was safe. Um, the homeowner was happy that the cat was safe and we were able to fix those repairs for them. So now I feel we can laugh about it, but right after that it was, uh, it was pretty stressful for the homeowner. But again, we, we took care of all the issues and made sure, you know, we, we, we take caution now with pets to make sure that they're not in the area when we're painting or if we're removing floors or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Curiosity almost killed the cat, eh? <laughs> Absolutely. It's funny he punched holes in the drywall of the ceiling mm-hmm. rather than just getting a drill and pulling up the subfloor. I really think that um, in moments of, of stress you just, you do what you need to do and I'm sure that with with more noise and more activity the cat was probably becoming a little bit more stressful so right have you ever had pets tromp through uh painted uh... yeah we get a lot of dog tails or cat tails in our paint on the walls so lots of fur yeah absolutely there's paw prints in that kind of go through the paint and onto a floor (laughs) or you know we don't do a lot of concrete but we have had little pets walk through concrete or Yeah. yeah So, floor so, leveling compound yeah yep. so the message is get the cat or dog and yeah. get them secluded or tied up yeah so has handyman connection won any like uh, consumer awards or 
better business awards, those sorts of things? Yeah, um, so we certainly uh, have been recognized by Homestars, which is pretty big in the construction industry. Um, and those are all homeowner reviews that are posted online. I think we've won for the last six years in a row. We have won a Consumer's Choice Award. We are recognized amongst the Handyman Connection system as well as one of the top producers. And again, Better Business Bureau, we have an A-plus rating. That's really important for homeowners that they see um, that you have great reviews online as well as you have a trusted um, trusted name and trusted review uh, with the Better Business Bureau as well. Right. Okay. So going back a little bit to when you started out, your dad had the business originally, but how did you get involved? Mm -hmm. And then when did you know that, hey, this is actually something I want to do? Right. So I started with him day one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I started with him day one and he offered me uh, a job for a year, which I said, yeah, sure, I'll take it on. After the year, I realized how busy we were and how much work there was involved. And I, I really, truly loved the customer service part of the job. People were calling in with problems and I was able to help them solve it. So so that was 1997, 1998. Unfortunately, my dad got quite sick in probably 2002, 2003. Um, he's better now, but uh, he stepped away from the business at that time. So I was running it for him for probably six or seven years. And I decided at that point, seven years later, that I had been doing it for seven years already. I may as well uh, make myself the owner and buy him out and just continue on. Gotcha. So, yeah. Okay. Like, do you recall one specific situation where, it, you know, the penny dropped and you were like, wow, I really love this? I think because I've been running it for the last 15 years, pretty much on my own, and just being, just having the uh, responses from homeowners of what a great service we're providing and what we're doing, that's really what keeps me going every day is to know that we can come in and sort of change some people's experiences or some people's opinions of this industry because this industry has a really bad reputation. And I think what we provide to homeowners changes that and that's what keeps me coming back every day. Okay. Why do you say it has a bad reputation? Um, I think in... You know, in my last 20 years here, we read in the media about contractors who have taken advantage of homeowners. It can be for big amounts of uh, money. It can be for small amounts of money. And that's what we sort of read about, you know, get it in writing, make sure that you protect yourself because there are a lot of horrible contractors out there. That's true. But the majority of the craftsmen that I've worked with in, in 20 years are doing a great job for homeowners and making sure that not only are they happy with the work, but the homeowner is. So the media, you don't often hear the media talking about just your average contractor doing a great job for a homeowner. And I think it's underplayed a bit. And it, you know, we just don't hear about that unless yeah. you've had that experience yourself. Yeah. And then are you going to get the same guy back or the same experience that the next time you have a contractor? Right. Have you been called in to uh, fix up you know, disreputable contractors work? Yes, absolutely. And yeah, we we are always getting called for um, whether a homeowner has been left, uh, left with a half-finished job. A homeowner has paid money up front and they just have not seen any work happen. And we're not perfect. We have also done, you know, some deficiencies as well. So we go in and look at our own deficiencies and make sure that we address those as well. So absolutely, we'll go in again at no cost to any homeowner and take a look at the project that they have, whether it's been started or not started and make sure that we bring it to the expectation that they wanted. Right. Tell me about the most frustrating day that you've had with Handyman Connection and, and just running the business, trying to help people. 
Yeah, that's, that's a really good question. I think my most frustrating day would probably be very similar to a homeowner's most frustrating day. I would say uh, the biggest complaints in this industry are guys not showing up or not showing up on time um, and just sort of the lack of communication. So we at Handyman Connection have a responsibility to make sure that we are assigning craftsmen who show up on time and arrive and, and complete the project. So my most frustrating day would be uh, scheduling errors or miscommunication between homeowner and contractor and, and just cleaning that stuff up for homeowners. So there is so much communication that goes on between a homeowner and a contractor. And if it's not in writing or it's if it's not addressed up front, then um, the end result can be pretty complicated or pretty confusing for a homeowner. Mm -hmm. So I think that those are the challenges that homeowners face are also the same ones I do. And what I, what we try to do at Handyman Connection is make sure that we minimize, just minimize the headache for the homeowner and it then becomes our headache in office. So that would be my, my most frustrating moments. Okay. So Carol, Handyman Connection has offices in 24 communities across the country. Mm -hmm. Let's say you had a family member who happened to live somewhere where they did not, where there was no handyman connection. How would you go about educating them or, or recommending how they choose who's going to do the work that they need to get done? Mm -hmm. That's a great question. I think it's really important that we educate homeowners. There's not a handyman connection franchise in their city. So I think what I would recommend to, my, to a family member is to always do your homework, look online, find out who your reputable trades are in your service area. Always get three estimates. I think it's important to compare what Craftsman A, B, or C provide to you. Craftsman C who comes in may have a different opinion than Craftsman B, and you can discuss those with them. So always get three estimates, and then always make sure you get everything in writing. Make sure that you have open communication with your craftsman, and make. I think what's very important is this, in this industry is you have to know when a contractor has a prepaid license and when he does not. So as a homeowner, uh, if you have a contractor coming to your home, you do not have to give him a down payment on work unless he has a prepaid contracting license. So many homeowners make the mistake of giving money up front to a contractor and then perhaps don't see him again. So prepaid licensing contract is very important in the province of Alberta. Okay, so I want some work done. It's $1,000. He says, oh, it's $500 up front. The prepaid license protects me in some way? So the craftsman should be carrying a prepaid contractor's license on him. Okay. If he has that, he is able to accept payment up front and okay. he will give you a receipt or documentation of the money collected. Okay. If you have an independent contractor or a craftsman who arrives at your home and takes money up front without the prepaid licensing contract and you cannot find him afterwards or cannot get a hold of him, you can contact Service Alberta and they can register him. Uh, they will send him a letter mm -hmm. and will attempt to get your money back. He has to, they will send him a letter and it's his responsibility to return your money within 20 days. Okay. So Service Alberta does have a list of licensed contractors registered in Alberta. So you can actually search that list on their website just to find out if, if these guys are registered. Okay, so let's say he was registered mm -hmm. and I had paid him, but for whatever reason, you know, the work's not getting done. What mm -hmm. do I do next? Same thing. I would recommend calling Service Alberta because he is registered okay. and they would be able to help you through that process and um, ensure that they do their best to get that money back. Gotcha. 
Carol, is there anything that I haven't asked you that you'd like to talk about? I don't think so. I think it's really important that homeowners know renovations do not have to be scary. We're there to help you out. It's worth the call to get us in to talk to you about your home repair because we have the opportunity to meet the craftsman who's doing the work. You have the opportunity to find out a little bit more about your home repair, how you can help out with that or how the contractor is going to accomplish that. So it's just an education moment that we want to make sure that we provide to you. Um, and then if you decide to go ahead with the work, uh, Handyman Connection is, is obviously the company that's going to make sure it gets done properly without any advances or payments up front to make sure that you're happy with the work. Right. Okay. Now, I can think personally of one time where, you know, I had a minor problem with a dishwasher leak that led to damaged hardwood floor. Mm-hmm. And then that snowballed to knocking down a pony wall, which snowballed to <laughs> renovating a bathroom. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... <laughs> As homeowners, you know, working with your company or any other contractors, how do you try to keep the lid on stuff? Because there's always going to be surprises and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, so the majority of the contractors that we have working with us have been doing this type of work for 20 years. So a lot of them are able to sort of, unless there's something hidden, can sort of identify what may what may occur. And we try to bring that to the homeowner's attention before we actually get into the project. So, you know, we have those discussions with them openly. If you can see some water damage that's gone behind a wall and into the bathroom behind, then, you know, we sort of identify with them how far do we want to take this before it gets too far. Mm-hmm. But I think with the experience we have on board, we're able to sort of talk about those things before we even get into, into the work. Carol, thank you very much for joining us on the show. You know, I've uh, personally used your services and I can't say enough about Handyman Connection. So thanks again. Thanks for having me, Jason. Okay.